0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome into the post-Christmas edition of the Believe in Lions podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V. I wish I could say it's another victory edition, but we're still going to spice it up with the Christmas edition. And of course, I am joined, as always, by the all-pro safety for the Detroit Lions, the man who probably has the best defensive hands that have ever graced the Detroit Lions football team. All pro safety, Glover Quinn.
0: Yes, and I like how you throw that in there, best hands. But, man, After Merry it. Christmas, Merry Christmas, man. What is up?
1: Just, you know, it was, a, it was a very, very Merry Christmas. I got tons of Lions stuff, as you can see if you're watching on the YouTube channel. If you're not, go check it out. But very Merry Christmas. Loved spending time with the family. That was all well and good and beautiful. But Christmas Eve was a little bit heartbreaking. How about you, Glover? How was your Christmas break?
0: Oh, man. Christmas was phenomenal. Uh, I hosted Christmas, so I had uh, my whole family out. Um, We had a lot of fun, but kind of the same thing. party, didn't you? Oh, my gosh, man. Those kids were skating around the house the whole day yesterday. uh, Well, on Christmas. Um, So, it was a blast man we had a great time but you know kind of like what you said christmas eve was kind of like and you know and i was you know gearing up for we had a big christmas eve thing at my house and so the lines kind of put me in that weird position because i'm sitting down watching the game you know but i got stuff that i need to be getting done around the house preparing for the, the christmas eve you know program or you know thing that we had going on that night and i found myself just like I mean, the Lions decided not to show up, so why should I have to just sit here and watch them not show up? They don't want to show up? Then I'm not going to show up. I'm going to go get some stuff done. So then I find myself getting up, going to pick stuff stuff up, clean up, do this, do that. And then I look back at it, and it's like, yeah, I knew that it was going to be bad from the first possession of the game. So they didn't show up. They just they, didn't.
1: They didn't. Not, not in the slightest. They got run all over over 200 yards rushing in the first half, 320 yards on the day, 164 and a touchdown from Dante Foreman. That's 7.9 per 9 yards per carry. 125 yards from Chuba Hubbard. He was 10.4 yards per carry. They were just gashing them off tackle up the middle over and over and over and it was just like you said, not they didn't show up. They just straight up didn't show up.
0: No. And, you know, somebody was asking me, you know, on, on like Twitter, hey, can you come back? Man, we need you at safety. And I'm saying, like, bro, you should be asking N-dumb and Su to come back because you needed somebody on the D-line. Like, by the time – I think I may have told you this because I think you mentioned, like, Deshaun Elliott being – I'm like, bro, by the, those guys are breaking right up the middle by the time – like, you could have had Troy Polamalu at safety. He's already got 10, 12 yards by the time he get to the safety. You know what I'm saying? It was like yeah, they were getting they were getting blocked completely out of the gaps. Nobody from the D-line was trying to get off and make a play. I don't know if the linebackers were even on the field. Um, that's what it looked like. It, like, I've never seen so many times the ball carrier run directly up the middle of the defense and don't even get touched until he get to the safety. Like, They played like they were cold. They played uninspired. They did not play like a team that had playoff aspirations and playoffs on their mind. They played like a team that was cold and had Christmas on their mind. And they were just trying to go through the motions and felt like they would just get a win. This is the NFL. You will not just get a win. You have to go out each and every week and earn your victory. And they did not do that. That's why they didn't get a win.
1: Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, hockey, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online where the game starts. And you called it, not that they were going to lose, not that it was going to be this bad, but you did say that the Lions might overlook the Panthers. You put it 24-21. It was a little bit higher scoring than that, but still. Does this happen often where you just look ahead to the future?
0: I mean, yeah, it does, especially with, 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 with a younger team that's been playing well. You know, a younger team that's been playing well a lot of times, like I was saying, a lot of times, and I tell my son this all the time, no one gets tired of winning. People get tired of losing, but no one gets tired of winning. People get tired of doing what it takes to win. And that's why I was saying, this week is a busy week. It's a Christmas week. You got all types of stuff going on. You got this, that, Christmas, practices. You're going to be home because you're playing on Christmas Eve. So now you, you're planning home stuff and you got this stuff. Like, you're just a lot going on and you got to play a football game. So that extra studying that you generally do at home, probably didn't get to do it this week because you had to do stuff around the house because it's Christmas. You spend a little more time at the store or you're trying to do this because you got to buy some gifts. That extra time that you were spending in the, in, the, in the locker room or in the weight room or in the film room at, at, at the building, you're not doing it because it's Christmas and it's fun around the building and it's a lot going on. It's a lot of little things that, especially when you have a young team, a lot of those little things fall in the cracks when you get late in the season, especially when you have a lot of stuff going on. This right here is a tough stretch because you got Christmas and then you backdoor with New Year's. Just a lot. And these two games are very important. And you have to be able to continue to do what you've been doing to win. Otherwise, you have performances like Saturday.
1: And that's really what it felt like watching was just – no push, no intensity, just lackadaisical, just, I don't know, no desire. And every time they were either completely untouched or if you did get a hand on them, it's just, oh, this arm's out here, arm tackle, run right through it. Just, I, it really just felt like a, a sleeper game. They just fell asleep. They were asleep at the wheel.
0: Yeah, it did. And like I said, I didn't see any fire from anybody anywhere. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Like you say, they had a little spark, right? First quarter, they get a little spark. They go down there and score, and you're kind of like, okay, that was one drive. You know, we couldn't stop the run, but we went back and scored. We'll barely we'll right the ship, and then they come right back the next drive, and it's just gash right up the middle. First play, first play of the drive, just shoot. 25 yards what in the world and so when you get to a point where you can't stop the run then now you can't stop anything because now you're trying to blitz people to get extra run help and they just throwing a ball to the slots and they catching screens on you and then they do they're doing whatever they they literally doing whatever they want to do with you now because you can't stop the run
1: and dj moore he only had six targets on the day because they really didn't need to throw it a whole lot caught five for 83 yards and a touchdown and That's the kind of day we've been used to a Monroe St. Brown having where it'd be. Yeah. You know, we're against the giants 70 plus yards and a touchdown. It's fine. But this game on the opposite end of what we saw, just it hurt. It really did.
0: Yeah. It it hurt all the way around. And I felt bad for him because, you know, they've done a really great job of working it back into a position to give themselves a chance. And you know, sometimes you run out of gas. That happens. Um but I just I just felt bad because I'm like this game right here was the one game that you know could have hurt them. And it did. They still got a chance and I don't want to sit here and go through all the scenarios of this and that at the end of the day you got to win out and you got to hope for some help that's what it boils down to in a nutshell so none of that stuff matters if you don't win out so they they got to they got to regroup they got to refocus and they got to be Chicago that's the only thing that matter you got to be Chicago and then let week 17 or week 18 take care of itself
1: and you mentioned that this sometimes times teams will run out of steam do you think this Lions team has run out of steam? Or do you think that, hey, we regroup, we wake up, we get back to work against Chicago Bears this week, we take it more seriously because it's New Year's anyways. We're we're not going out the night before, so we don't have anything to prepare for that. So could that work in the Lions' favor and they close out the season strong?
0: It could. It could. I'm not going to say that it can't, but they got to regroup. Um It's going to take the leaders on the team, going to take the veterans, going to take the coaches to to regroup these, you know, 18 week schedule is a long, long, long schedule. And guys get tired, man. Guys get tired. Like I say, it's hard to continue to do the same things week in and week out, week in and week out for 18 weeks. That's a lot. That is a lot and so they got to find it though they got to find something deep inside that will help them regroup because like i said you can look back at week one through whatever you can look back at the last week of the season none of that matters if you don't beat chicago on sunday nothing yeah nothing nobody will talk about really the positive of your season they'll talk about how you dug yourself in a deep hole Just is what it is. And it'll be like that regardless unless you make the playoffs. If you make the playoffs and they'll talk about how you dug out of that hole. If you get close, they're gonna only talk about how you dug yourself into a deep hole and you just didn't have enough to get out of it. So that's what you're faced with right now. Nobody cares about how you started as long as you win. You win, they're gonna they're gonna it's gonna be good. You don't win this week. They're not going to talk about the five, six game winning streak you went on. It's going to be the hole that you dug yourself into. So they got to regroup. They got to find it. I believe they can. Uh, This is the Believe in Lines podcast. So I believe in the lines. But they got to get it done.
1: They do. They do. (laughs) There's nothing else that. Matters at this point for the Lions. If they don't beat Chicago, I don't know if their season will officially be over, but it it's practically over. is. It's it over. is.
0: You don't beat Chicago, it's over. Yeah. Because you, you're you not, I mean, because at this point, the Giants got seven wins, right? The Giants got eight. The Giants got eight. The Commanders got what, seven?
1: Seven, seven, and one.
0: Right. So at this point, if you don't win, you're not like you're not gonna get in at seven and seven I mean a seven win is not gonna get you in. You finish yeah. seven and nine, you're not gonna get in over a seven, eight and one commanders team. You're not gonna get you know what I'm saying? You're not gonna get in over a seven win Seattle team. Seattle has a tiebreaker. Yeah. You know, so the only way you can get in is you're gonna have to get the nine and hope that Seattle and the commanders don't get tonight. And that means that means the commanders got to win out, right? Yep. And it means Seattle kinda got to win out. Yep. And this was probably gonna happen. Both all three of these teams are probably gonna win on Sunday. And then the NFL is gonna flex the Lions but it probably won't be the night game. only way they'll flex it to the night game is if Green Bay has a chance to get in if they beat the Lions. If if that's a possibility, then they'll flex it to the night game. Otherwise, I think they'll make all three of those teams play at all three of those games and be played at 425.
1: Not to give anyone the advantage. Is that kind of why they do it?
0: Yep. Everybody's playing at the same time. Everybody playing at the same time because if you if you play, say you play the Commanders first and they win, well, not Seattle. No, they can't make the playoffs, and the Lions. know they can't make the playoffs. So, it is what it is, right? So, you're gonna play them all at the same time because you don't know. So you're watching the scoreboard, and it's it's the fans for it's, it's the same way for the fans because you're watching your team hoping that they win, but you're also watching the scoreboard hoping that they lose, and you're trying to keep track of all three of those games. So I think unless it's, you know, unless Seattle loses or Commanders loses this week to where, and the Lions win, the Packers win, and now we're in a situation where if the Lions or the Packers win on that Sunday, Then they could be in the playoffs then they'll get flexed probably to the night game otherwise i think they'll all play at like 425. have you ever
1: have you ever been a part of one of those games where you're scoreboard watching other games because it matters to your standing in the playoffs are you tired of having to play fan sports across multiple platforms well now you can play fantasy sports the way you want all in one place with rival fantasy Fantasy Rivalfantasy.com is the only fantasy sports platform with three unique game styles. Number one, we've got challenges where you create your own head to heads like Deandre Swift will outscore Jamal Williams. And then other players will feel free to challenge you directly. We also have number two, the fantasy book, the traditional over unders that we all know and love. And number three, We've got Fantasy Bingo that you can play only at RivalFantasy.com. Our friends at PlayerProfiler.com have a special offer for you with Rival Fantasy. Sign up today with RivalFantasy.com and use promo code PLAYER and you will activate your 100% first play insurance so you can play worry-free. That's rivalfantasy.com for a 100% loss protection up to $50 on your first deposit with promo code player courtesy of playerprofiler.com Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery.
0: Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um, not during that I can think of, not during the game because. The two times I went to the playoffs in Houston, we won a division, so didn't really matter. Yeah. And then my first year, we had worked our way back to 9-7, and seven, and we had won our game, but the game that mattered to us had got flexed to the night game, Cincinnati mm-hmm. and the Jets, back when Ocho Cinco and Darrell Revis was kind of going at it. That Still game going at it
1: this day, by the way, bro. Yeah, they were going at it on Instagram the other day.
0: Oh wow, uh, yeah. See that game? They flexed that Jets and Bengals game until the night game. So we had already won our game, so we was able to sit at home and watch it. Um, and then all the games, like I said, when I was in Detroit, the two years we went to the playoffs, um, we had already clinched the playoff spot in two thousand and fourteen when we played Chicago, mean we played Green Bay, we was playing Green Bay for the championship of the division. And then in 2016, I think it was around Christmas time or one of those games. And I think the Redskins, well, I think they were the Redskins at the time. They lost to somebody or they beat somebody on like that Saturday night. And the conclusion of that game, the way whoever won or lost, I can't remember. But that gave us a playoff berth. So then when we played Chicago that next day, the last game of the season, or was it the last game of the season? Yeah, it was the last game of the season. We had already clinched a uh, playoff spot. So didn't really have to score ball watched then either. Other times, uh, Other times it didn't really matter.
1: It's fortunate so. that the times you got in you didn't have to but <laughs> the years you didn't get in and it didn't matter i'm sure you wish you could have been doing a little bit of scoreboard watching those days too
0: yeah and i mean I, and I think it's i think it's you know i think it's good and fun kind of how the nfl does it you know what i'm saying to flex those games to where everybody's playing at the same time or you know the way you're playing it, it it, it all matter. I think I think they do a good job of doing that. So, and it's always fun when your game gets flexed because it just adds a unless you get flexed from like a primetime spot to like a twelve o'clock game, and then you're also happy about that too, right? If you if you know you don't have a a spot in the playoffs and you got a four o'clock game on a Sunday the last week, flex me to twelve o'clock, man. Let's go and get this thing over with so we can go home. You know what I'm saying? Don't flex me till later when my season is already over. But when you get flexed from a 12 o'clock to a 4 o'clock or the prime time game, because, like, that's a, it's kind of cool. It's it is. cool.
1: And you always see those kind of videos, too, of players. If, say, I think it was the Steelers a couple of years ago, their game finished before the Ravens finished, and they stayed on the field watching, and I believe the Ravens ended up losing that game and so the, the players stayed on the field watching together to see their playoff birth. But I'm sure it goes the other way, too. It's really going to be a wild finish in this NFC wildcard picture because this week there's no easy games, per se. The Seahawks are up against the Jets. They're going to have Mike White, White back, though. Zach Wilson has been benched for the second time. He's Come, done. He's done. You think he's done in New York?
0: Yeah, he's done. He's probably done. I mean, he he's going he to have to be like a... Uh... He's gonna have to be like a coach that like got fired. He's gonna have to go take like a backup job at some, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, go somewhere and just be a backup and just kinda fall out of the public eye for a year or so and then maybe reemerge. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I don't, I don't think any one team in the league right now will be like, okay, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't good in New York. He'll be good for us. No, I don't think any one team would be like that. But there may be somebody out there that will feel like he got the potential to be a backup for us. Now we're just boil down to is his mental capacity a backup type because I don't know his background, but it seems like he could be a spoiled, um, you know, adult, put it <laughs> like that. And Very if that's classy. the case, and if that's the case, he may not have the personality or the want to, to be a backup. You know, he may be uninterested in that role. So who knows, but he's definitely done in New York.
1: That's what I was leaning towards as well. It seems that the, when the New York fan base is just so loud and when you, com- you've completely lost, I mean, you're getting booed every possession. I don't see how you come back from that. So The Jets will have Mike White against the Seahawks. That one becomes an interesting game. Commanders versus the Browns. We're rooting for Cleveland in this one, I guess. And we're also got Giants versus the Colts. So they've also benched Matt Ryan again. We're going to see Nick Foles as QB1.
0: Yeah, it's going to be tough on the lines because I think the Giants should beat the Colts. Yeah. And get to nine. But, I mean, the Giants are going to have to play the Eagles, I think, in Weeks 18. The Eagles, you know, I think they're going to be in that situation where if Jalen Hurts can't play this week, I think they're going to have to play him next week because I don't know if they want to go into the playoffs, second round of the playoffs, and Jalen Hurts had not played football in a month. Yeah. You know, because if he was out last week, be out this week, out last week of the season, then the first round by, it'd be a month so he's either going to have to play this week and they feel good about it or if he's healthy enough he's going to have to play that last week and so that could help the lions out if the giants can go and beat i mean if the command at if the if the eagles can beat you know the giants but the giants are already at 8 wins and so if they beat um if they beat uh Colts the Colts and get to 9 well then that's going to put the lions because the Lions can't jump, yeah, a nine-win Giants team because of that tie, they don't have that loss. Um, so then you're just hoping that the, the Browns beat the Commanders, and then you get a chance to get to to nine over them, or then Cowboys beat the Commanders and week, you know. And but for the Cowboys, you know, what would they have to play for really? Because if they can't clinch, if they can't win a division, they're already then sold up to fifth spot in the in the in the wild card. It won't be a team that can get higher than them. So they may not have anything to play for in the in the last game. So
1: So we've got to hope that the Eagles lose this week. That way the Cowboys have something to play for. Eagles have something to play for to beat the Giants. Oh, I don't like relying on the, the Cowboys and an Eagles loss here, Glover. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what you do when you don't show up prepared, man. You 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 take things out of your control and you leave it up to other people to help you out when you could have just went one and not worried about all these other games. Now we have to talk about that stuff.
1: Yeah. It, this is the difference between controlling your own destiny and having to get some help around the league, but to control their destiny the best way they can by winning. How do they get back on track? Because it wasn't just the defense that wasn't physical. There was absolutely no push from the run game. Goffey, he throws for 355 yards and three TDs, but a lot of that felt kind of just padded on almost no run game to speak of 12 yards for Swift, 11 for Jamal Williams, 3.0 yards per carry and the defense, as we've talked about soft.
0: Uh, It was cold out there, man. I'm going to chalk that up. It was cold and it was Christmas Eve. That's what I'm going to chalk it up as. I don't think that's their identity. I just think that they were young, they were cold, and it was Christmas Eve. They, you know, they did look somewhat unprepared for the Panthers' offense and their defense, Um, but like I say, it was was the holidays, man. So I'm going to chalk it up to that. Now, let them come out this week and be the same way. Then now we're going to have more things to talk about. But as for now, I'm going to chalk it up to it was cold. Christmas Eve. They just didn't get it done. They get an extra day this week. You know, they play on Saturday. Now they come back and play on Sunday. So they get an extra day of rest, recovery. I expect them to be a lot better
1: young team some rest and this was the coldest game in the history of the Carolina Panthers they have never had a colder game at that stadium so let's hope that that's all it was and we can regroup against Chicago a, t- a franchise that let's be honest glover the detroit lions own chicago
0: yeah we own chicago i mean i have no worry or doubt about that we own chicago so
1: so we'll take let's care of business it. but what Oh, final story. There is one final story that I wanted to ask you about. Not for the Lions. It's actually for the Denver Broncos. I don't know if you saw this. They did fire their head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. He becomes the seventh, I think, head coach fired before the end of their first season. And obviously the last one
0: was Urban Meyer. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think, you know, I'm not all for firing coaches like that, but at the end of the day, Denver has been awful. Who do you blame? I mean, the coaches are going to take the blame, but, like, players play the game. I get that. But I just haven't really seen anything from him on the sidelines and the news, anything that makes you feel like he – connects with his players and his players want to play for him. He's created a great environment of football and fun and all these different things. I just never saw it. Not saying he hasn't done it. I just haven't saw it. And that's what it looks like on the field. When you watch those guys play, it just looks blah. And Russell hasn't played well this year. It is what it is. Um, But they just, very, 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 very underachieved. You know, the AFC West was supposed to be one of the toughest divisions this year with Car- with with the with the Raiders, with the Broncos, with the Chiefs, with the Chargers, and the Raiders and the Chargers. I mean, the Raiders and the Broncos just did not hold up their end of the bargain. I think the Chargers have struggled. So still a tough team. Chiefs have obviously been the Chiefs. But the Raiders and the the Broncos, man, I don't know. So they got him.
1: Unfortunately, someone's got to be a scapegoat in the NFL every year. It it happens no matter what. Someone's got to be a scapegoat for the Broncos. It had to be Nathaniel Hackett because they're tied to Russell Wilson. They can't get rid of him until 2025-ish. He's there for sure next year. 2024, it is very expensive to get rid of him. Whereas with the Raiders, Josh McDaniels, he is very expensive to get rid of. He is very expensive to fire. So you know what they're going to do? They're going to ship Derek Carr out of there, and he's going to be the one that they blame.
0: Yep. That's how it is. So, I mean, Derek Carr may need a new starter to probably make Devontae Adams re, you know, everything is so, so crazy, man. It's just, you know, Devontae left, and he went to Vegas. I'm sure Vegas is a lot better and funner and whatever than Green Bay, but. Hey, man, you won in Green Bay. You know, you were always in the talks as top wide receiver in Green Bay because you were putting up numbers with A-Rod. Now you're still good. Everybody knows you as a good player, but you're you're not winning. You're not in prime time like you were. You're not putting up the same numbers, per se, with Aaron or with David or with Derek, whatever, Derek Carr, like, so it's just different. And then you you make that move for your career, and then all of a sudden that quarterback gets shipped off. And now you're just sitting there like, oh, heck, who are they going to bring in now? It's just not a good situation.
1: And that's it's the wildness of the NFL. There's going to be so many coaching moves throughout this offseason. There's going to be quarterback moves. I was counting. There could be nine-plus teams that have a new quarterback to start next year. Just movement Every year, it's a business. I get it, but it's nice to be a fan of a Detroit Lions team that really starting to come together as stable at the very least. I know there's a long way to go, don't get me wrong, but the stability feels nice when you're looking around the rest of the league.
0: Oh, yeah. The Lions are in a good spot. They are in a good spot. I think you know when you look at their team going back and in, going into next year i don't know of any big time guys that's, that they're going to spend a lot of money on on like with guys that's already on the team yeah they're going to have to pay jared at some point or make a decision on him but i think amon's got a year or two yep deandre swift guys has a year or two um obviously jameson just got drafted um, DJ Chark just signed.
1: He's a free agent, but it sounds like he wants to be back. He was on that one-year deal.
0: He's on the one-year? Yeah. Well, that'd be tough because, you know, his role, depending on what it what it is with Josh Reynolds, what he got, but then you're adding Jamison Williams. So if, if DJ Chark was just your deep ball guy, Jamison Williams is going to fill that role for you. So then they may not feel like they have to re-sign DJ Chark if he's want to want to ask for more money. Because he's had a decent year. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. It's all, it always gets so interesting when you start looking at these, these moves, these potential things that could happen, you're trying to keep the team together as much as possible, but you're trying to upgrade the team. You're trying to stay under the salary cap. You're trying to do everything that you can. And it's tough, man. So that's why the GMs and the coaches and the per- personnel people, that's why they get paid the big bucks. Um, it'd be interesting to see. But at this point, they got to finish They got to finish the season the right way. If they finish the season the right way, it would be good for a lot of people. If they don't finish the season the right way, then they're going to have to make some moves to try to get better. And that may mean letting some guys go. That may mean not re-signing some guys. Um those things will have to happen if they don't finish the season the right way.
1: Winning talks in the NFL winning talks louder than just about anything else. Glover, any final thoughts on this game that the lions unfortunately didn't win or anything else going around the NFL or just your own pluggables to plug?
0: Well, you know, I just thought the Lions didn't show up and you know, they, 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 they they just didn't show up. They didn't stop the run. And when you can't stop the run in the NFL, you can't win games. It's just very difficult. So I'm going to chalk it up and hope that all the Lions had a Merry Christmas. I know that that probably major Christmas is a little bitter, but hopefully they can start us off with a great new year and go out and beat the Chicago Bears and give us something to root for and something to look forward to going into week 18 of the NFL season. So, Um, continue to enjoy the holidays, continue to enjoy your families and, um, yeah, go Lions.
1: Go Lions. I hope everyone out there had a Merry Christmas. If you're looking for, I don't know, a late Christmas present or a a New Year's present, maybe you go in and you get a Jersey framed by GQ framing. You can find that over on Instagram. Saw some of the work you did. That was just phenomenal. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, man, I got a lot of stuff I got to be posting, man, because I, I did a lot of work in December, but I, did. I couldn't I couldn't post a lot of it because they're Christmas presents. So now that Christmas is over with, now I can post some of those things because going into 2023, I'm going to be going full fledged. Full fledged. I kind of dabbled in a little bit to kind of see how things could and how much I liked it, and and I love it. So, 2023, I'm gonna be full fledged, going to the next level. I cannot. That should be fun.
1: I cannot wait to see what the next level is for. You're already, what's the word I'm looking for? Not dominant, because <laughs> that's a football term. But your <laughs> amazing work that you're putting forward. So I'm excited to follow that
0: i appreciate it man it should be good it should be some good stuff it's
1: gonna be so yeah all
0: your all your christmas pictures that you guys been posting christmas whatever that you got hit me up let's get it framed let's make it look good
1: let's get it framed let's make it look good let's start 2023 off on a good note with a win over the chicago bears and if you want to bet the lions to win that game make sure you place that bet with our friends over at betonline.ag. But until then, I will see you next time.
0: Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus,